Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Ever play the shell game? You haven't? Well, let's play. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. It's called the shell game. It's quite an innocent-looking game involving two subjects, one whose job is to move three shells around uh, with one item under one of the shells. In the meantime, the other subject watches closely when the shells stop moving and then attempts to pick the correct shell that has the one item underneath. Uh, there's a video that I uh, watched on YouTube uh, has a cat that's able to pick a ping pong ball under one of three cups. And then, of course, you can go on YouTube and see all kinds of stuff if you're not familiar with this shell game. Uh, another funny one is a guy on the street that gets conned into thinking he can follow the shells. Obviously, the guy holding the shells and causing all this trickery comes out way ahead. Well, welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am that little man in the sweater vest 401k rollover specialist and RMD specialist, more on that to come, and fiduciary Tony Walker. And today, we will be focusing on the recently passed law, something I kind of call a shell game, called the SECURE Act, and how you can best deal with some of the costly changes that are buried inside this recent passage of law. But first, before we get started, I want to introduce the producer of our show, none other than America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander, who sits beside him at the technical side, Miss Megan Murphy. Aaron, how are you doing? Good morning, sir. I'm doing good. And yourself? Pretty good. And it's kind of a weird feeling in some way. We're recording this show in our Louisville studios December 31st, 2019. Did you realize? I, it just all of a sudden dawned on me. Last Wait a minute. Day of this the is decade. New Year's Not Eve. only the year, the decade. <laughs> yeah, the decade. That's, that's kind of weird. Twenty. I like the sound of that 2020. 2020. I wonder if they'll try to bring back the show. Is the show 2020 still on? Remember that? I don't think so. Oh. With Barbara Walters? Well, I thought they that... created it. Yeah. All right, let's get to this shell game thing. You're, you're familiar with this game, aren't you? Yes, I've seen it before. So, um, I, the, the, did you see the video? I sent you a video of yeah. the cat. That was yeah. funny. And then the one video, and we'll have this on the TV show, folks. If you want to check out our TV show, uh, we're on, on seven different stations. Now eight, WDRB in Louisville. I guess it's eight. That's right. Uh, and we have the video of it, but it is hilarious. This cat, we're going to have Megan Murphy on here shortly. But Megan truly believes, if you watch the video, you could just Google on YouTube, just search cat uh, picking ping pong ball under cup or something. It would probably pop up, wouldn't it? Probably. Megan, shell game, yeah, something like that. Megan thinks the guy that did it, though, has got some kind of clicker or something in the background that allows this cat to know which cup to pick because it's pretty interesting. But the one that I liked was the guy on the street, who the unsuspecting guy who thought he could pick the shell and starts betting money. Did you see that one? Yes. Oh. And I've seen that live before. I've been up in New oh. York before, and I've, I've seen... Oh, yeah. Why yeah. would you do Now, why would you walk up to a complete stranger on the streets knowing... 
that that guy has probably done that. Oh, five I didn't do times. it. I just watched. Okay. I are, just they, watched. are they really good? Yeah. Well, they're they're yeah. They're they're very good at diverting your attention to what they want you to look at. So the idea, folks, of the shell game is after all this trickery and after all this moving around of the shells, then you're left to pick this one item that's under one of these three shells. And what we're saying is it's really your best guess. Well, guess what, folks? When it comes to your 401k and when to start taking money out, the money that you've worked so hard to save, what we're going to find out today, it's really your best guess. You're just guessing as to when to pick the right age. And this magical age, a lot of people don't know this, this just happened, was just passed into law. It's called the SECURE Act, and it was overwhelmingly passed, by the way, which that kind of surprises me because I, have, I see a lot of problems with this act. It specifically deals with retirement. Uh, I forgot the acronym. Do you remember the acronym, uh, Megan? Do you have it? The SECURE, what's that mean? Savings? Setting every community up for retirement enhancement. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Okay, that's... That's cute. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Setting every community up for retirement enhancement. All right, whatever. So what we're going to do today, folks, we're, we're talking about the main part of this is something called the required minimum distribution. Now, let me explain what the required minimum distribution is. Uh, remember now, with a 401k, IRA, 403b, uh, thrift savings account, 457, uh, it doesn't matter. All of those items Normally, what you do is you invest in those what's called pre-tax. So you take your payroll deducted amount, you put it in the 401k and invest it. And because it's, quote, pre-tax, you're really postponing the tax. In other words, if you invest 10000 a year into the 401k, that full 10000 gets to be invested. You don't have to pay taxes on it. But then when you go to take it out in retirement, what happens, Aaron? You get taxed on You it. get taxed. Yeah. At what rate? Who knows? Who right? knows? <laughs> yeah. Probably more than you're wanting to pay. Yeah, that's, there you go. Yep. And uh, so then, so since people, it's, and, and so I think this, so the 401k was enacted into law in the 78, I think it was 86, that some wise guy up in Washington finally said, wait a minute, these people are not ever taking their money out. We're never going to get our taxes if we just let these people keep deferring it. So in, I think it was 1986, they instituted into law something called the required minimum distribution. So then they said arbitrarily, at age 70 and a half, you have to take out something so that we can get our taxes. Now, with the new SECURE Act, and we're going to go, I want to go through this very slowly because there's some hypocrisy in what's going on. But after I'm done with today's show, you're going to say, aha, these politicians do know what they're doing. So they've now allowed you to defer taking money out till 72. Make sure you get that, folks, because in 2020, the new year, if you were getting ready this year to do your first minimum distribution, let's say you're getting ready to turn 70 and a half in 2020, you do not, if you don't want to, you do not have to take out your minimum distribution. You can wait till age 72. So on the surface, this sounds like, oh man, this is awesome. You know, everybody's thinking I get to keep deferring these taxes and growing and growing my money. And my first thought is, okay, now you're two years older. <laughs> you're that much closer to dying. Uh, apparently you still haven't used any of this money you've had stockpiled. The financial world has made all kinds of money on your money because they've been using this 401k while you've been sitting there working hard and stockpiling it. And guess what? The government doesn't really care. Why is that? Because they know they'll eventually get their taxes. So that's the first item, the major change. We're going to get into that in a minute. We're not going to leave you hanging, by the way, folks. We're going to, we're going to cover these and give you some options for dealing with them. 
All right, now the second major change, and this was a doozy. Again, now this one I think is the worst uh, change that they made. So let's kind of fast forward on this. Uh, when someone dies with an IRA or 401k, and Aaron, you've recorded enough of my shows, what happens to that? Let's say somebody's got 300000 in a 401k, and they're 78 years of age. Let's say they're single or a widow, right? And then they pass away. The $300,000, let us say they're going to leave that to little Johnny. Do you know under the previous law what little Johnny could do with that money? He could do a couple of different things. He could stretch it out. He could... Um... Well, let's stop we the first defer- one because, well, the first one's a good answer. Good answer. So let's stop there because that's what most people do. In fact, my wife, uh, she lost her mother a couple of years ago and received from her mother an IRA. And I said, Susan, you cannot cash that thing out. If you cash it out, it's going to go on our tax return. And we're in a pretty high tax bracket. I don't want the money right now. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. What do we do? She can stretch it. So what the government allows Susan to do so that she doesn't have to pay taxes all at once, they'll let her stretch the payment out of that over her lifetime, which is probably 25, 30 years. So the tax, that helps us because we don't want the money right now anyway. Does that make sense? Right. Okay. Okay. So it's called a stretch IRA. Now, here's what they did. And this is a doozy. When we come back, I'm going to go into this in detail and tell you why I think they did this one. They took away the stretch. So that means... Let's go to that same example. This 77, 70-year-old widow dies, leaves the money to little Johnny. Little Johnny now cannot stretch that IRA. In fact, in 10 years, sometime between now and 10 years, little Johnny has to take that money out, which potentially means higher taxes for little Johnny. So, folks, if you're sitting there saying, oh, my gosh, more changes, more moving around of the money, how do I pick where to... Uh, when to invest my money, when to take it out, all this stuff. We are going to help you with that. I'm going to come back and share some options with you on how to deal with the RMD, how to try, and we're going to find, we're going to get Megan Murphy on the show later. There's a reason I want to have her on the show today. We're going to talk about how we can take money, potentially, take money that's buried inside this 401k or IRA, subject to what I call the infamous tax tumor, and turn that into a tax-free amount of cash and never have to worry about this darn RMD again. You're listening to The Worry for Retirement. I'll be right back. Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make. Question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. We're talking about the infamous shell game where there's three shells and an item underneath. And uh, I'm trying to make an analogy here, Aaron, but I'm going to call it three shells and an item underneath is enjoying your money. So here's the three shells of the 401k plan, or or, or we can say the three players. Actually, I came up with it this morning. You know me, I'm up in the early morning hours on Tuesdays when we record our radio and TV shows And I always kind of put the finishing touches. And I kid you not, for whatever reason, I have these little epiphanies. So kind of bear with me on this and see what you think. So there's three players or three shells. Are you with me? I'm with you so far. Okay. 
And then you have the unsuspecting subject. That's really us, you know, the poor old consumer out there. So you have the government, which controls the shell involving taxes. Is this making sense? Yep. Which is a moving target, very unpredictable, very complicated, constantly changing. The second shell in this game is the financial institutions controlling the money. Now, up to now, there's, they're, they're going to introduce annuities, so we're going to see more and more insurance companies in 401ks. But up to now, really, before the SECURE Act, it was pretty much Wall Street. Wall Street has dominated 401ks, and with Wall Street comes fees, uncertainty, and risk. And you might say, but Tony, my 401ks through the roof. That's fine, but it's still a shell game because until you convert that money to cash, and it's on paper right now, you don't have that money in your pocket. So we have to admit that it's a very risky endeavor. And when to pick to draw that money out, what time that you pick to take it out, will depend on what the market value is, which, depending on these RMDs, could be a bad thing. And then finally, the third shell is you and I. Because let's face it, what's interesting, uh, Aaron, when they determine the RMD to how much you have to take out, they look at your life expectancy because they want that money drawn out before you die. The problem is a lot of us don't know when we're going to die. I've often said, kidding around with people, they start asking about retirement and how am I going to have enough money and can I retire? And I always kid with them and say, I tell you what, you tell me when you're going to die, I'll create the perfect retirement plan. It'll be perfect. And of course, you know, not making light of somebody on their deathbed, but unless you're on your deathbed, nobody really knows. So that's the third element. So the problem is these shells keep moving. They're hard to predict. They keep changing. The tax laws keep changing. And here we are and getting ready to enter 2020. And we got to ask ourselves, why are they making changes to these RMDs? Why did they take the stretch IRA away? Now here it's all theory, Aaron, but I think this is really important. Uh, have you heard of the term deficit? Do you know what a deficit yes. is? Okay. Well, let's, we'll get to the government deficit, but let's boil it down to brass tacks. Let's say you and Jessica, okay, let's say you and Jessica have $1,000 a month income coming in. I know I pay you a little more okay. than that, but 1000 a month. Okay. And all of your expenses monthly are 1500 a month. So right. 1000 coming in, $1,500 going out. You have a deficit of $500 a month. Right. Right. Not good. And every month that get, that get, deficit gets, gets bigger and bigger. But I'm your nice boss. And I say, Aaron, no problem. Don't worry about that deficit. In fact, I love you so much. I'm going to loan you $500 a month to cover that deficit. Now, I'm, I'm only going to charge you 7 or 8% interest. And don't worry about paying it back because I really do love you. You're a great employee. <laughs> You're employee of the month. You get so okay. it's, And on the surface, you'd say, well, yeah, what's the big deal? Tony's going to give me the money. Still got interest on that money. And then at some point, five years from now, whenever, six years, you walk in and you say, Tony, I don't like working with you anymore. I've decided to leave. Uh, I'm gone. And I'll say, no problem, Aaron. Oh, by the way, you remember that $500 deficit that I've been covering for you at interest? Uh, we had an agreement. Let's calculate that. I need to calculate that. I need okay. back about $80,000. That's whatever the number is. Right. Okay. That would be a shocker, wouldn't it? <laughs> so, folks, this is what's going on in our country right now. Uh, last reports. Okay. So same thing, Aaron, Just keep kind of that same concept. So the government receipts, what it took in in 2019, according to most sources that I looked up, they took in about $3.4 trillion. You with me? It's a lot of money. 3.8% higher than the previous year. So on the surface, that sounds really good. More money came into the government, but the federal spending, listen to this, 
rose 8.2% to $4.4 trillion. So that's a deficit of $1 trillion, with a T, $1 trillion. And my question is, where did they get that money? Well, the printing presses of money, loans, treasuries, all, all this stuff. The point is, oh, there could be a day of reckoning. There could be that five, six, seven years out there that somebody says, whether it's the people that want their money back who are funding all the government, whether it's, I mean, whatever. That's where it gets very mysterious. By the way, folks, if you're into this kind of stuff, sometimes I get tired of talking about it because it's like, oh, my gosh, how, how are we going to ever get out from under this? But anyway, a great book called The Creature from Jekyll Island. That's a great book and talks about this, uh, basically with the creation of the Fed in 1913. Uh, Americans back then feared this would happen, that we would be printing money like crazy and based on interest rates, et cetera, it would allow the government to borrow more and more money, and that's what's happened. So I, I'm not going to get on that too much, but here's why I'm going over this and belaboring that point. At some point, if that day of reckoning comes, Aaron, and we've got to start paying down all this debt that keeps growing, these deficits, okay, that keep piling on top of the debt, where might the government go to get more revenue? I would say probably from everybody's 401ks, everybody's there you savings go. for retirement. Yeah, so if we're spending more money now and the economy's booming, the government and the politicians, I'm assuming this is what they figured, we don't really need any tax revenue now. The tax rates are the lowest they've been in history. In 2026, those rates will expire, and who knows whether they'll renew them or the rates will go up. So why would we encourage people to take money out? Just let them keep deferring it. It's kind of like me and you. As long as you work here, Aaron, don't worry about it. Yeah. We'll just keep seat you with me, right? Why, why? I don't need the money, Aaron. I'll load it to you. So by pushing back that required minimum distribution age, it gets us closer to 2026. It puts people back further a little bit. People actually might die and not draw it. Then they leave it to their kids. Now that pushes the tenure window up. Right. You see where I'm going? Everything gets squeezed and compartmentalized. So what I think is what we're setting the stage is, is a big wave potentially. Again, all this is speculation, folks, but we're trying to understand sometimes why the government does what it does and whether this is really a good deal for us. So I'm speculating that the reason they're doing all this is over the next 10 to 15 years when all these baby boomers start having to take all of this money out of these 401ks, when all these baby boomers start dying, they'll, they'll eventually die. They already are. I think there's our statistics at age 65. We're going to cover this in the show. I meant to mention this. I think there's over a half million people. What was that, Megan? Do you remember how many people died? Are you looking at that now? Yeah. We estimated based if we tried to average it out. About a half, half million people died in, let's see. Well, here's the actual numbers. Between 65 and 74 age, year of ages, let's see, 512,000 in 2016. Between 65 and 74 in 2017, 531,000 people died. <clears throat> so the point is more and more people are dying, meaning we bring in the numbers, right? We numbers start are the just getting we, closer. Closer and closer. So that's my theory on that. So what are we to do? Well, there's a couple things we can do. The first thing you could do is if you're under the age of 72, we're going to have Megan Murphy. We're going to talk to her briefly. I want to share something that's going on in her life that's very pertinent to some of you all out there. There are all kinds of options available. We're going to share one of those in just a second. If you're over 70 and a half or over 72, again, plenty of things you can do. Just because you have to take the minimum distribution doesn't mean you can't still do some planning. So here's what I would say. If you're sitting there and you're saying, Tony, I, this is scary stuff. I feel like I'm playing the shell game 
and I'm over here picking at stuff, and I don't know what's going on. We are very good at helping understand the rules to the game, folks, and we can put you in control of these decisions that you are going to be forced to make. This is not a what if, it's it, it's when, it's not if, okay? You're going to have to start making these decisions sooner or later. So why don't you do this? Stop procrastinating, give us a call, or if you'd like to meet in person or talk to me in person, all you got to do is go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Now there, all you do is click on the Let's Get Started. Uh, we will contact you. I can either talk to you by phone or set up a no-obligation appointment at either our Bowling Green, Louisville, or Lexington, Kentucky offices. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on the Let's Get Started. All right, when we return, our own technical director, Megan Murphy, we're going to talk to her about an old 401k she's got, and it led to a conversation a couple weeks ago when we were kind of passed in the hall and she mentioned this. So when we come back, this is going to be some good stuff because some of you are going to fall right into what we're talking about, and this is going to be very helpful for you as I share this information with Megan. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you work for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no obligation appointment. Let us help you today. Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make. Question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. And I told you, Megan, eventually, if you were just kept kept your nose clean, we were going to pass the mic over to you. Little did you know the other day that I said you're going to be on the air talking about your situation. You still okay with this? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and anything I ask seriously, because we have not rehearsed this, folks. If you say, that's ah, a little personal, don't ask me that. But here's a long story short. So we hired Megan from a well-known company here in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, same company Aaron used to work for. And uh, been a great staff member, great team member. And out of the blue, she brought up the other day something about having a 401k. We were, I think we were doing a TV show or something, and you said, well, yeah. I've got an old 401k at my previous employer. Mm-hmm. Would that be good for me? And I said, well, what would be good for you? So we just started talking. So let's first of all try to, and we got a few minutes here, Megan. So first of all, take us back when you were contributing to the 401k. What, really on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being an Einstein, 1 being an Elmer Fudd, where were you on this whole 401k and what you were doing by socking money away? A 1. A 1. Why did you do yeah. it? I did it because the company automatically enrolled me in it, and they matched a contribution. Yeah. So I just kept putting into it. And and how did you go about selecting the investments? Just kind of a dartboard theory, or oh, you... I didn't do anything. Oh, the okay. company did it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and now that you've been at Tony Walker Financial and by osmosis, I know you you've said you've learned a lot just from listening to all this. Yes. Did anybody ever sit down and say, by the way, Megan, before you go throwing money in this? We do want to forewarn you that one day you're going to owe probably a lot of taxes on that. Did somebody have that conversation with you? Absolutely not. <laughs> I have that's no kind of, idea. That's kind of funny. What about fees? By the way, Megan, let's nope. go over all the fees, just all the risk. And so you just 
kind of by blind faith. Is that safe enough to yep. say? Okay. So now that you're basically at Tony Walker Financial, and we'll just use round numbers. Can I say 10,000? Is that okay? You've gotten a 401k? Sure. I, you don't have, okay. So let's, we're going to make an assumption that you've worked hard and you saved hard and you've got $10,000 in the 401k. When you went over to Tony Walker Financial, which in my theory, I just pay really, really well and pay don't bonuses. We don't have retirement plans here. And you seem okay with that, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, it wasn't a big deal. So I didn't even ask you about your 401k. But when all of a sudden did you think, well, maybe I ought to move it over to Tony Walker Financial. Why did you just leave it over there? I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't, I really didn't want to deal with it because I didn't know what to do with it. So when you left, the company didn't reach out to you and say, hey, Megan, you know, since you're no longer here, we'd like to help you uh, look at this or help you move it out somewhere else. They didn't make that phone call? No. Did they, you think they're probably glad you just left it there? Yeah, I so, think that's exactly what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so they were excited to get your money, but when you left, they really weren't excited to throw it back your way. Right. They were just going to hang on to it. Yep. Isn't that interesting? Okay, so what prompted you to even ask me that question about moving it possibly over to us and letting us handle it? It was the taxes and the fees. When I looked on there, and I know you keep saying, oh, 2026, <laughs> the, who knows what the tax rates are going to do? And I thought, well, gosh, I... I should do this now while it's lower. Yeah. I, I'm not contributing uh, like a match or anything, which mm -hmm. I know you've said don't contribute unless you get a match. Mm -hmm. So I just figured I should probably move it out now and then pay the taxes on it now so I don't have to worry about it later. And, and you're single now, but still, I'm, I'm sure you never know down the road, nieces, nephews, you might have children. Right. The idea also with you being a young lady, down the road, 72, let's hope you make it to 72. Let's hope but, so. But isn't there a good chance taxes? Who knows what they could be in 30 years or whenever. I don't even know how you all are, Megan, but 30, 40 years when you turn 72, right? That's a long time. That is a long time. So if you let that keep growing, depending on what the taxes are, it could be a big tax tumor, couldn't it? it yeah. So what if there was a way right now, it's perfectly legal to do this, while you're at a lower tax rate, Here's how this would work, Megan. And I'm telling you this for the first time. This is all we do every day. It's so funny because, folks, you got to understand, Megan and Aaron are in a separate corporation called Worry-Free Productions. And although they're in the same Louisville offices where I do all my work up here in Louisville, they really have no dealings with Walker Financial and Tony Walker Financial. You have really no clue what we're doing, do you? For the most part, downstairs. No, yeah. just from the TV show. They're from the mm -hmm. TV show. So here's, here's what we would do. And we do this all the time, Megan. Here's what I'd suggest. We roll the 401k over to Tony Walker Financial, and we put it in what's called an IRA, all right? Now, we go do it. We contact your company. There is absolutely no cost to move it over. How's that sounding so far? It sounds good to me. And, then, and of course, you've got a little bit of a luxury. Every time I go up and down the hall, you can bug me about this right. if you want to. So. And I don't have to do anything. I don't have to call them. Nope. I don't have to do anything, nope. which is the main reason I didn't want to do anything with it to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you got somebody you can trust that'll right. take care. Okay. Yep. So we move it over, but we're not finished. Now, what we'll do, and we'll assume it's a $10,000 401k. So now that becomes an IRA. And since we haven't done anything with it, though, there's been no cost or taxes. You with right. me? All right. So what I'm going to suggest you do, because we're in these low tax brackets, all right, uh, and since I've got you on a decent salary, but hopefully over time you may make more and more here. That's the idea, right? Well, I hope so. Yeah, you've been on you've been only less than a year, right? Yep. Okay, so... So the idea is we're going to be positive and think taxes are going to probably go up. Megan's going to keep making more and more money. Now is the time to deal with a tax tumor. You with me? That now. good. Okay. So it, let's say you're in a 20% bracket and it's $10,000. So what I'm going to recommend you do, and I, I'd say just do it this year. If you can't afford to, we can spread it out so we can make this work. But if we did that this year, 
we would take that 10,000 and we would tell the government, we're going to make it a Roth. We'll do all this for you. Mm -hmm. you, you we know the rules to the game. Right. Okay, we're going to stop the show game, pull the little P out from under it, and we're going to tell the government this is going to be a Roth. And all the government's going to do is say, that's fine. Megan can make it a Roth. Megan can make this money tax-free forever. Megan can put it in a position where she'll never have to worry about RMDs, where nobody ought to pay taxes, but we want our taxes now. Sure. That sounds reasonable, doesn't it? Yeah. It's going to so be a lot cheaper now. <laughs> yeah. So if you're in a 20% bracket, and let's assume, do you have $2,000 languishing in the bank? Sure. Right. Well, let's throw them a bone. So if we give them the $2,000 now, Megan, you'll be done with the taxes forever. So if that thing's worth $100,000 one day and you liquidate it in retirement, guess what you'll get? $100,000. There you go. Guess if you die at age 72 and you leave it to somebody, guess what they'll get? $100,000. There you go. Sound good to you? That sounds great. All right, Erin, get the paperwork. We'll get her started, okay? <laughs> we got to pay for some bills here today. Thank you, Megan, so much. You've been a great guest. Folks, if you're sitting there right now and you're going, well, is that, that really that easy? It is that easy, folks. This is all we do at Tony Walker Financial. We want the opportunity to help you deal with your tax tumor. So regardless of your age, give us an opportunity. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Let's get started and let's get proactive about this darn tax tumor and let's put you in control of your money. We hope you've enjoyed today's show. Next week, we're going to finish up on RMDs, but it's going to be interesting. We're going to focus on the person or persons already at age 72 and what their options are. Good stuff next week, but between now and then, you remember, if all else fails, you be worry-free. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.